Live from the Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios, driven by General Dyer, it's Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined, with Kenny Sargent, Paging Dr. Douchebag, Crash Gladys, and Statman, don't overdrive the car, here's the Freaks, How you doing, Freak Nation? Stat Man, Kenny Sargent, Crash Gladys. Two hours of Speed Freaks tonight. Again, celebrating our 20 years of the Freak Nation. Coming up, Carson Daly, IndyCar Series driver, breaking some big news this week. He's teaming up with World Rally Champion. or ra- What's that, Crasher? Did you just say Carson Daly? What did I just say? Carson Daly? <laughs> Holy smokes. Connor Daly. Maybe because we have, an, we have a funny question coming up from, I think, a guy named Carson White at the NASCAR press conference after last night's Bristol race. Anyway, Connor Daly. Carson Indy, on the mind. Indy, IndyCar Series driver teaming up with Travis Pastrana. A rally champion, multi-times over. Of course, all the work he's done as an extreme athlete, uh, X Games, and so forth and so on. It's, uh, it's, it's cool news. Connor Daly will be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Nick Walenda. Yep, that guy from the great Walenda family. Tight. Rope walking family extraordinaire. Nick Walenda will be joining us here in the Peak Nation. We also hear from Jarrett Brooks, uh, Lucas Oil Off Road Racing Series winner from Friday, it's like Friday morning in Chandler, Arizona. He'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation. I'm not sure if Statman will be joining us tonight with the, he's probably still celebrating that big Browns <laughs> win over the Eagles Thursday night. Is that correct, Statman? Yeah, I have to, I promise, I owe a friend of mine some money because I bet him you would start with my uh, statement from last week. <laughs> and I just, I, I was just text him to say that I owed him. Because you blew it out of the water. I, <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. I, I would have I bet anybody who came to me and said he's going to do this because I deserve it. And it depend on Baker Mayfield to mm-hmm. not screw up twice. He screwed up all last year, and this year he didn't screw up twice. I mean, that's, that's, that's him. You never know who you, what you're well, going to get. It's like remember, a box of chocolates. <laughs> you never know, know what you're going to get. There is still an hour and 57 minutes left. That man <laughs> still might be able to get that audio. From yeah, I know. But no, the bet was that I said he, you were right. going to start at the very top of the show. So, right. uh, yeah. And, and you know, unless you're going to wait till after the rest of the uh to the rest of the affiliates join us and then take some crashes <laughs> <and> time. <laughs> uh, if you missed what Statman had to say last week about his Cleveland Browns, uh, you can go to the website, speedfreaks.tv, and listen to the September 13th Sunday night show of Speed Freaks. If you don't, Give a damn. Stick around. Uh, who knows what stat man's going to be dropping on you coming up here in the Freak Nation. I owe him some money. Oh. Now I got to pay him. Was it a heavy dollar bet or just a little bit no, of side? it was just, but that, it doesn't matter if it's a nothing. Yeah. This is the this is the one guy that you can't bet with and lose. You know what I mean? You, you, everybody's got that one guy 
that you can't bet with and lose. Wow. Kevin Harvick gets the big win in Bristol and Crasher. The IndyCar Series will be running their next race. What is it? December 26th? Is that the next race for the IndyCar Series? It's the first weekend of October. So let's see. (laughs) Where are we now? It's only two weeks away. Because their last race was in May, right? For the Indy 500? Oh, no, not this year. (laughs) Oh, okay, great. How yeah. long has it been since we've had it? Kenny, is there it was five last weeks? They were between... in Mid-Ohio last right. weekend. Jeez, come had on. Had that race not been approved by the Ohio government? I guess because, yeah, it was the state government that basically allowed them to to reschedule that race. If that hadn't been allowed, it would have been, I think, a six-week <laughs> six week window in between races. <laughs> Speaking of IndyCar, we saw the news, and I'm sure Crasher, I might be doubling up on it. Sorry about that, Crasher. But Nashville will be the home of a street course race oh, with the so IndyCar cool. series. Statman, you've been in Nashville lately? I haven't been to Nashville lately, uh, but I did see when they had the NFL draft there, I was just going to ask if they if they got all those millions of people out of the street so the cars could run <laughs> through there. We were there for the draft, and we did walk over that bridge that allegedly the IndyCar series will be running on. And Crasher, we're acting like it's so damn cool. But it's a it, it's a arcing bridge. It's not <laughs> like a kind of straight bridge over that river. It's it, an arcing yeah. bridge. I, I, it's going to be interesting to see how they adjust the cars and the speeds to that bridge. Uh, we will resume with some affiliates and, of course, Crash Fattest Pit News and Notes coming up. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined the Freaks. Welcoming in another round of affiliates here on Speed Freaks. Thank you guys for being a part of this big old thing as we continue to celebrate 20 years. Connor Daly, IndyCar Series pilot, teaming up with Travis Pastrana. He'll be joining us coming up in about seven minutes. Also, Nick Walenda. Tight rope extraordinaire, and that last name, Melinda, we all know it. They'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation. General Tire brings you this segment. Thank you, General Tires, for being a part of this big old thing. Uh, up until October 31st, four qualifying General Tire truck tires. You buy them, you'll get up to 100 bucks back. That's right, 100 bucks back for qualifying truck tires from General Tires. For more information, go to GeneralTire.com. Crasher. Well, just like the Indy 500 was strange last month, this weekend, yes, in September, was the 24 Hours of Le Mans. And pretty much mountains needed to be moved to get this race allowable in this year of COVID-19. But it did happen, and history was made. The first six hours were not without fault, as the number eight suffered a brake duck issue and a puncture tire, I believe. The brake duck issue, which eventually forced them to lose the lead lap. But for the following 18 hours, they were flawless. And for the third year in a row, the number eight Toyota Hybrid won overall honors. For all the class results and all the podiums, check out racer.com. Bristol was this weekend in the NASCAR series, and things got kicked off on Thursday. That night was swept by 17-year-old Sam Mayer. We had him on just a couple weeks ago. I'm claiming Mojo. He won in both the ARCA and the truck series. Of course, ARCA is his full-time gig, so... He played spoiler in the truck series when he passed Brett Moffitt for the lead with just 29 laps to go. 
Friday featured the Xfinity Series race, which was stolen by Chase Briscoe with just six laps to go. And then Saturday night, it was all for the Cup Series. Kevin freaking Harvick. Okay, this win was his ninth of the year. (laughs) He is close to having (laughs) ten wins this year. The closest driver to him is Denny Hamlin with six wins, and then nobody has more than three wins on the season. Kevin Harvick has nine. And it was a battle with Kyle Busch at times. We've got some audio with KB. Oh, boy. That'll be entertaining for later on in this show. This was also a cutoff race. Drivers that are out for the rest of the playoffs. William Byron, Cole Custer, Matt DiBenedetto, and Ryan Blaney. Connor Daly and Travis Pastrana teaming up for a NASCAR truck race. That's next. Speed Freaks Pits, Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Freak Nation, for over 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, your everywhere. From the aggressive Mud Terrain Grabber X3 to the all-terrain performance of the Grabber ATX, even to the strong and durable all-purpose terrain Grabber APX, General Tire balances excellent on-road performance with off-road capabilities designed for all weather conditions. Remember, with General Tire, anywhere is possible. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. Car not performing right, a dirty fuel system damages gas mileage and even your engine over time. But Lucas Fuel Treatment can clean and lubricate that fuel system, the fuel pump, fuel injectors, even carburetors and valves as you drive. It's designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment, it works. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks, and what if I told you the best burger you can buy to cook on your grill or stovetop, it was available in your favorite grocery store? Well, it is, and it's Bubba Burger. Just how awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound about now? Oh, my favorite, jalapeno burgers, Angus burgers, all natural Bubba Burgers. Watching your caloric intake? Then grab the reduced fat and the turkey Bubba Burgers, all in your local grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, the answer is Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. The Coxville Blockers, the Albuquerque Chupacabras, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, we got your attention now, don't we? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history and a meaning behind it, like the Akron Rubbers, the Boston Accents, or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts are awesome, made with the highest quality. 100% cotton available and are just stupid soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com and get awesome. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. MAV-TV, your destination for all things motorsports. TV home to all of the Lucas Oil Motorsports. MAV-TV televises off-road, modifieds, motocross, pro polling, and World Rally Championships, to name a few. MAV-TV is also home to the favorite enthusiast shows, such as My Classic Car, Chop Cut Rebuild, Full Custom Garage, Gears, and much more. MAV-TV is available nationwide on DirecTV, Verizon, and on most cable providers. Visit MAV-TV.com for more racing information and to demand... Your Mav TV. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. 
Freaks on a Sunday night, Lucas Oil Studios, Freak Nation. Connor Daly joining us here in the Freak Nation, IndyCar Series pilot, and now what uh, looks to be NASCAR Truck Series pilot, and throw everything else there in the middle. Connor Daly joining us here in the Freak Nation. And before we get into the madness that is this truck race that you and uh, Travis Pastrana are teaming up with in Vegas, we had you on many months ago in regards to iRacing, and you just dropped it out there that you had befriended. Travis Pastrana, I believe, through iRacing. First of all, if my memory serves me correctly, that's what happened. And two, from that, is this how this truck race came about? Realistically, yeah. I mean, iRacing was the land of dreams for a lot of different people. Um, (laughs) But for a while, you know, it was a struggle for for me uh, because, you know, I've never really been the best uh, on a simulator or or iRacing, but it was always a lot of fun. And you know, iRacing is the reason why this is happening. Essentially, they, um, you know, they saw what kind of you know transpired over the you know March to May, uh, you know, then into the middle of the summer with our LCQ league. But yeah, it all started with with the you know the global rallycross uh, racing that we were doing and some of the random championships that were being created on iRacing that we got invited to do. You know, me, Alex Rossi, Hinch. Um, and you know, when, when we were streaming it on Twitch, you know, Travis had asked Travis knew Alex because they filmed, uh, you know, Red Bull video together at the speedway over the winter, um, which was, you know, awesome. Uh, I played a golfer in that video, uh, and I did not know Travis <laughs> at the time. And he, I don't even think knew that I was the golfer in that video until we became friends, <laughs> but it's amazing how life works. Um, you know, we, we, we basically decided after a few cold beverages with Travis that, you know, what if we actually went real racing, uh, together somehow instead of just internet racing. And, uh, I will give him all the respect and credit in the world for legitimately putting a lot of effort into this. Uh, it's, it's really impressive his work ethic and, and what he's, um, you know, what he's put into this, but we, but it was a team effort. We put it all together. We got some incredible partners to get behind us and kind of fuel this incredible idea, this hilarious idea, which should be a lot of fun. Connor Daly, IndyCar Series pilot, joining us here in the Freak Nation and now teaming up with Travis Pastrana in Las Vegas for the NASCAR truck race. A, a truck that you've never sat behind and actually driven <laughs> on a track. Nothing says stupid like that. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's an aggressive way to put it, but you're not wrong. Um, it's not, it's not necessarily, uh, the easiest thing in the world, but I mean, it seems to be that's what life's all about these days is, uh, you know, taking chances, trying to, you know, trying to do, do some new things, trying to find a bit of a side hustle, as they say. Um, and, you know, I've, I've definitely been opening up my, uh, my career to, to whatever, you know, whatever I can do, whatever I can drive, I'll do it. Um, you know, with some of the dirt racing that I've done, you know, I've got the one NASCAR Xfinity race that I, you know, that I tried, you know, I definitely have been looking into more of those. So 
I think it's all about just diversifying your portfolio and trying to be the, you know, be the best driver you can be. We see Fernando Alonso, world champion, come over to try IndyCar. We see Jimmy Johnson, NASCAR champion, now trying to do IndyCar next year, um, which is really, really cool. And uh, I would love to see more of that, you know, across the board. It's always interesting to see drivers from different categories uh, jumping in something else. And I know it's going to be very difficult. I, I, I respect the heck out of everyone, you know, the, all the guys and gals in the truck series, and I'm a big fan of the truck series. And um, I think it's a great racing series. So I, I, I can't wait to get out there with those guys and, uh, you know, just basically just try to learn and, and not suck terribly. <laughs> Connor Daly joining us here in the Freak Nation. And if I read this correctly in the press release that came out this past week, did it not say the LCQ Triple Crown? So are there going to be other events that you and Travis are going to come together with and, and attempt whether or not you've had time in the seat? So that is the LCQ virtual triple crown. Okay. Yeah, because not in real life yet, but uh, it would be cool to take that triple crown idea um, to real life as well. Cause obviously, you know, Travis competes in a ton of different disciplines. Uh, you know, he just did Crandon, the, the off-road truck race. He just did, you know, he did, he's, he's winning rally, uh, rally events with Subaru. So um, there's, you know, there's a lot of really cool stuff that he's doing and, Maybe we could talk about doing some more stuff. Who knows? But right now we're, you know, we're trying to take advantage of this, you know, this incredible idea and, and partnership with iRacing to do some stuff and get some fans involved with, you know, racing with us online and racing with Travis. You know, just yesterday, um, actually Friday, uh, he, you know, he was racing with some fans with some other drivers uh, on the internet. I was out of town, so I couldn't do it. But Monday. You know, I'll be able to do some some more LCQ stuff with some people and some fans and some other drivers, and that's what it's all about. It's just trying to you know create some incredible content for you know for our our fan bases on iRacing. Now, I know people need to follow both you and Travis on social media to find out how they can be a part of these races that you'll be doing this week, leading up to the truck race on Friday night in Las Vegas. But is is it basically every night where fans can join you? It'll be almost every night, yeah, because we're, we're going to do some stuff Monday, uh, probably Tuesday. I think Travis is going to be with his family on Monday and Tuesday, so I'm not sure if he'll be able to, to do it. His, his stint in it was, uh, was over the weekend and then on Friday, so that was his part of it. Now it's my <laughs> part to play because I was out of town when he was in town. Um, so, yeah, we're going to do a lot of cool stuff. And then, obviously, uh, the night before the truck race, the afternoon before the truck race, we're going uh, to be in Las Vegas already, so we're going to then be together. Uh, I think we've organized uh, a place to get on simulators uh, together and, and race against our, our fans and, and the people that uh, support the LCQ League and, and, and the people that have followed along with this little this little journey uh, the day before the real race. So it'll be uh, it'll be cool to see how it how it goes. And uh, we got to give a lot of credit to iRacing for helping this and uh, helping set this up really. And, and honestly, Travis's team and, and the Nitro Circus family and it's uh, it, it's really cool to be a part of. IndyCar Series pilot Connor Daly is in the Speed Freaks bits. The big news is his teaming up with action sports legend Travis Pastrana to run in the NASCAR Truck Series race at Las Vegas. Connor, you've known Travis for a long time. Where'd that come from? On the surface, you can't think of two more different people. Absolutely. I mean, I've I've got his autograph in, in you know, a hero card in, in my mom's house, I think, and the funny thing is, is he's also signed my little brother's dirt bike helmet um, <laughs> as well that sit in our garage that we used to use many years ago. And it's just cool. I mean, Travis was, you know, a, a complete icon of, of action sports, still is. 
the Nitro Circus movie that he came out with back in 2012 or 2013 uh, still is one of my favorite movies to watch uh, on 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 my TV. Uh, you know, him and his friends uh, have have done some incredible stuff, and you know, just getting to meet those guys as well a little bit when I was at his house uh, a couple months ago was you know it was awesome. I, I just respect the heck out of what those guys do. They they try to have the best time ever and and make sure that people can watch what they're doing and. And there are not many people on the planet uh, doing what those guys are doing, so it, it's pretty cool to uh, you know to see. And you know, I, I like to do, uh, I like to get out of my comfort zone as well and do <laughs> do crazy stuff. And it's not even close to the level of crazy that they're doing. Um, <clears throat> but you know what? Maybe this friendship and this partnership can uh, can get me to do uh, you know a few more things that uh, I really haven't done before. Whether that's on four wheels, two wheels, three wheels, who knows how many wheels? Um, but uh, yeah, it's awesome to, to be able to work with Travis and get to know him. Um, he is a, 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 a an overall just good dude, and I, and I respect that. And I really do, uh, you know, look forward to being able to create some content with him and and uh, basically beat him. I have I have to yes. beat him. That 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 is the end goal is to just beat Travis in this truck race. Connor Daly, you hit on something talking about Travis. Jimmy Johnson has won seven NASCAR championships. Scott Dixon has won five IndyCar championships. Jeremy McGrath won championships in Supercross. Ricky Carmichael. But those are all in one discipline. They haven't crossed over like Travis Pastrana has. He's changed the X Games. He's won rally car championships. And he's had some success in NASCAR. Beating him won't be easy. Well, I just think it just, it, it, it's what's super cool about it is just his willingness to try anything. And, and, and honestly, the willingness to accept that maybe he won't be good at it at first as well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that's the coolest part is the fact that, you know, he's not going into something expecting to just be the best at it. He's just going at it to, to, to do it and to try it and to get out of his comfort zone. It's really cool to see that. Um, and that's kind of what I'm trying to do as well. I mean, I'm not expecting to go out there and be the best, but I certainly don't want to be bad. And I think, you know, after the first, uh, you know, first couple, couple, couple of laps, I guess, or stages, um, you know, we'll see how it goes. But, but yeah, I think that's, that's, that's what's most impressive about guys that are doing what Travis is doing. I mean, the guy was racing boats this year too. I had no idea. I was doing a giant boat race and then going from a boat race to an off-road truck race to a rally to then a pit bike event. I mean, it's an incredible amount of, amount of stuff that this guy's doing. And I don't know if he would get in an IndyCar yet, but, um, but you never know. Uh, I mean, I, I, I just think it's a, it's a wild way to live, but gosh, I think there is no one on this planet having more fun, uh, than, than, than Travis and, and his family. Well, if the rumors are true, Connor Daly joining us here in the freak nation, if the rumors are true, Travis was asked to join that Vegas IndyCar race back by Randy Bernard many, many years ago. So I think the invitation has been out there. We'd love to see him try it, at least a road course or something, because he's obviously good at rally racing. Absolutely. And I, I think the cool thing about Travis as well is he, he respects the craft of IndyCar, what we do. I think yeah. definitely the the IndyCar racing uh, experience right now is one of the most physically and mentally demanding sports on the planet. And it truly is uh, more difficult than, than a lot of people think it is. And, uh, you know, there are guys like Jimmy Johnson, Fernando Alonso, who are showing, you know, IndyCar an incredible amount of respect right now. And, and, uh, and I love that. I truly believe what we're doing right now is, is some of the most competitive racing on the planet, some of the most difficult 
physically. I mean, you're putting your body to the absolute limit in, in our cars right now, and it, it, um, it, it, it does feel extra special now to be a part of uh, you know the, the NTT IndyCar Series. What can get more eyeballs to realize that? Because, I mean, I know it's the never-ending question that we've been asking for almost two decades now, or three decades, but you're exactly right in what you just said, the physicality of driving an IndyCar, but then you guys hop out, of the cars and you've got some of the best personalities in all of sports. How can we get this more noticed? Do we need more documentaries? Because sure as heck is helping F1 right now. Yeah, gosh, I wish I had the, the exact right answer to that question. Uh, it's, it's a multi-million dollar question to drive mm-hmm. our sport, you know, higher in the ratings, higher in the, uh, you know, sponsorship value, uh, ratings and stuff like that. And everyone's really got a different opinion of how to do it. You know, we've got some great leadership right now. Jay Fry, I think, has done an incredible job, uh, you know, at the at, on the competition level and, and, and developing what we have, you know, safety wise, um, and and Mark Miles as well. And obviously now we have Roger Penske um, as the as the overlord of the uh, of the IndyCar series. So I think that it's an incredible setup for 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 the next few years. I think it's very important to capitalize on what Roger brings to the table. Um, I just. I think right now we're just still small on the scale of, of, of people that we have, you know, running social media, you know, the, the marketing, every, everyone's, you know, everyone's working at max and we, we all appreciate as drivers, you know, what IndyCar and, and the IndyCar staff are doing. Um, I think it just takes time. And I think uh, we've got to continue to be able to bring more people in to, uh, you know, just build the foundation of the sport and just really make sure that people know what we're doing. That is exactly what you mentioned is we have to get people to just see what we're doing and understand it a little bit more. And if we can do that, you know, it's going to take a lot of effort from everyone, but uh, I, I truly believe that we'll be able to deliver something great for, you know, for a bigger audience. Connor, have you heard any more about the 2021 IndyCar schedule? Nashville has come on board. Have you heard anything more about street racing in 2021 IndyCar? I certainly hope so because Nashville is going to be awesome. I, I, I love that, um, that event, that announcement was fantastic. I think, um, you know, having Joseph there as well, obviously he's a hometown guy. I think that's super cool. That'll be great for that community. Um, and, and another street race, I don't think any IndyCar driver is going to say no to that. So I don't know if there's anything else going on when it comes to new <laughs> events. Um, I certainly hope that, you know, we can have a maximum amount of events next year compared to obviously dwindling the schedule down uh this year due to the whole um you know world and world in peril type situation but uh but yeah i i hope that you know eventually in the next two years we can get back to at least 20 races uh and then hopefully nashville is is uh the start to kind of building more and more races i hope we can get back to you know get get actually to richmond um mm-hmm. and i hope we do more oval races as well i think there's a lot that i would like to see personally but I can't be selfish. I have to understand that it's very hard to uh, to get races lined up and and to get the you know the proper sanctioning fees uh, you know distributed to IndyCar. So we'll see what happens. But I like uh, I like what IndyCar is doing, and and hopefully we can all keep the positive momentum rolling. You're racing over water. You're racing over a bridge. I mean, that was brilliant. Whoever came up with that? I love it. I mean, I I think it's going to be a great sight. Um, and I think it's going to be something for that city that loves to party. Yes. Uh, you know, we, we will take the party there, I hope. And I, and I hope that people embrace it like they do, uh, you know, the Indy 500. You know, it'll be just a, a shorter weekend than obviously the month of May, but, um, 
We want to, we want to bring the party to Nashville. We want to, you know, Long Beach is such a great party type event. There's so much going on. There's so many people that attend Long Beach because it's such a historic race for so many years, but it's not just a race. It's an event. Mm -hmm. And that's really what you have to create. Hopefully with Nashville is a race, but a race that becomes a, uh, a traditional event that people just want to go to, to be a part of it. Yeah, nothing says sweaty as balls August in Nashville. <laughs> more reason to well, drink. I mean, ups and downs. <laughs> <laughs> That's just more reason to drink. It's all good. That's Freak party. Nation, a great follow on Twitter, and it's going to be fun to watch Connor Daly and Travis Pastrana go at it in the NASCAR Truck Series in Las Vegas. Broham, good luck to you, man. This is going to be fun. We appreciate that, man. I, mean, I just I want to say thanks again to the people that made this happen. We had to raise a certain amount of uh, you know, funding for this in, in a short amount of time. And, you know, if it wasn't for iRacing, Fathead Sunglasses, uh, Wiener Schnitzel, uh, and Elliot's Custom Trailers and Carts, we wouldn't have this opportunity. So we got to thank those people and Travis and all of his team for helping help make this happen. So thanks for having us. And, uh, yeah, we'll see how um, either terrible or great we do on, on Friday night. <laughs> Just go beat Travis. Good luck, buddy. Thank you, guys. And Freak Nation, coming up next, the comedian Kyle Bush post-race Bristol. But first, your Statman Scat. Way back in the middle 80s when dinosaurs roamed the earth, I read a wonderful book, Sports Illusion, Sports Reality, by Leonard Coppett. He rightly argued that fan interest wanes and even disappeared unless the promoters created the illusion that it mattered who won and lost the contest. I always likened it to pro basketball. The Globetrotters and Lakers have the same skill sets, but it matters who wins and loses Laker games. Globetrotters, not so much. I consider myself a sports car racing fan, but I had the same feelings about this weekend's 24 hours of Le Mans. Normally, it's the right of summer for me watching Le Mans even throughout the night on television. But this year, the production waned and the announcers couldn't make the outcome matter to me. Toyota winning its third straight race wasn't as impressive as the Audi run of things in the early 2000s. Competition was much stiffer then, and Audi started a run winning 13 of 15 races. Maybe it was a different sensibility this year. Some people like parades. Maybe next year, get Macy's to string up balloons. Peace. Motorsports Radio, redefined. There must be some kind of way out of here. Said a joker to the thief. Thank you, Lucas Oil, for making this thing possible. Go to lucasoil.com. Check out their line of products to keep your ride on the road. Inside your engine, outside your engine, inside your car, in your interior, exterior, they got it. Keep your ride happy from LucasOil. That's LucasOil.com. Coming up next segment, the comedian Kyle Bush. And just a very entertaining post-race press conference Q&A. After Bristol. Not necessarily surprising either. No. Nine race wins this year for Kevin Harvick. <laughs> and he, he's doing it on all kinds of tracks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's quite impressive. And Delana Harvick, believe it or not, has become more than just a 
racing wife follow on Twitter, she's become pretty entertaining because Keelan is now very serious about racing himself. Of course, talking about their, what is it, seven years now? Seven or eight-year-old son. And her schedule now following Keelan, their daughter, and Kevin's careers are just, it's hysterical. I highly recommend following her on Twitter. And Kenny, the daughter is the one, the, what, three-year-old daughter? Right. She's the one with no fear. Well, Stat, you know a little bit about that. <laughs> yeah, when they when they get about three years old, they don't realize that there's a, there's danger out there. And they just, you know, daddy will always protect me, and they just go out there and go for it. Oh, there's a recent video. It might be the pinned video on her profile of their three-year-old on a scooter. And it's just, it's fast, it's downhill, and she's shaking it back and forth and ha- in total control doing it. It's At crazy. At three? At three, yeah. Man. Yeah, it's insane. I had Henley watch it today, and she's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you gave, how old is she? <laughs> you gave her an idea. That's crazy, Crash. You can't just <laughs> oh, yeah, plan that ideas. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Fortunately, at least right now, Stad, our six-and-a-half-year-old has a governor. And I'm talking about a governor as in like a governor on an engine and a governor on extreme sports. Right. Although we had a little bit of tackle football going on this afternoon in 105-degree weather. She didn't know it was tackle that I tackled her ass. <laughs> Daddy, that's a foul. <laughs> no, that's just Daddy being hot as hell, and I want to go in right I now. I want to go inside. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to break your collarbone so we can go in. <laughs> at, least, oh, man. at least the hospital's air-conditioned. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. All right, coming up next, the comedian Kyle Bush after Bristol. That's next. Steve Fitz, Lucas Hole Studios. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. After your engine, the transmission is the second most important component of your car. If you maintain it, it will shift properly and get you down the road without problems. But if you don't maintain it, problems are coming your way. Lucas Transmission Fix can clean and lubricate sticking valves and renew worn bands to make your transmission shift properly and stop leaking. It's compatible with all transmissions and transmission fluids lucas transmission fix it works hey you want the easiest car care ever right there's a couple lucas oil products you got to get your hands on one lucas slick mist fast and easy speed wax two tire and trim shine and three interior detailer it's better than anything on the market so this is what you do you spray the speed wax on a wet or dry surface you wipe it off and you're done you think you can handle that Lucas Interior Detail rejuvenates interiors, and Lucas Tires and Trim Shine does wonders on tires and wheels. Lucas Slick Mist. It's easy. It works. Go to lucasoil.com for more information. 
Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. The Coxville Blockers, the Albuquerque Chupacabras, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, we got your attention now, don't we? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history and a meaning behind it, like the Akron Rubbers, the Boston Accents, or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts are awesome, made with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are just stupid soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com. That's awesomesportslogos.com, and get awesome. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. You're listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. If you're listening, whoa. General Tire want to remind you now through October 31st, it's truck season, baby. Buy four qualifying truck tires, get up to a hundred bucks back. The Visa prepaid card from General Tire. It's a hell of a deal, man. Buy something, get a hundred a hundy back. For more information, go to GeneralTire.com. Looking at some of these numbers out of Bristol last night, again, Kevin Harvick, only two drivers in the last quarter century have won 10, 10 cup races in a season, Jimmy Johnson in 2007 and Jeff Gordon in 96, 97, and 98. Wow. Is that right? And, of course, Kevin Harvick with nine race wins, his ninth at Bristol. Kyle Busch. He's a winner from this race, regardless of what you hear from him in a, in, a, in a moment. But if you read the stats, he finished second, scoring his top 10 finish in all three first-round playoff races. It's his first time this season he had three consecutive top 10s. <laughs> That's bizarre. Yet he's still coming out of this this round of the playoffs 10th in points. Yep. Michael McDowell. His 10th place finish in his fourth is his fourth top 10 this season. That equals how many top 10s he scored in 2017, 2018, and 2019. And then again, Sam Mayer, dude goes out there, wins his first NASCAR truck race, followed it a few hours later with his ARCA series winner, ARCA, ARCA race win. On general tires. 17 years old, won his first truck race. Not the youngest 
winner in NASCAR's top series, though. Right. His name's escaping me. Who was, was it? Cole Custer, who's the youngest winner? Mm. Yeah, of course. I'm not sure. Just the fact that, and again, ha- now has the ride with uh, JR Junior Motorsports. Mm-hmm. Uh, hell of a gig. But what I want to get to here, Statman, you'll be happy to know this. That uh, Kyle Busch is a, uh, his comedic timing is fantastic. Mm. Uh, (laughs) Post-race. Again, uh, a a good finish for Kyle Busch, considering it's not been a great year for the guy that hasn't won a race all year. Yeah, your defending champion, your 2019 NASCAR champion, has not won a single race in 2020. How is that? Uh, So NASCAR journalist from Fox Sports, Bob Pockrass asked him about uh, Joey Logano last night. You know, were you frustrated at all with Logano, or is it hard to, you, you know, you're going to have lap traffic and you just need to have the car that's able to, and you just have to kind of have to pick the right lane. He's nobody. He's nobody's friend for a reason. So there you have it. Why? <laughs> oh, now, now, sliced bread has some friends. Uh, here is Kyle Busch. Talking about some of the lap, some of the lap traffic uh, for last night's uh, Bristol race. Some of them dipsh- kids don't know what the hell they're doing or where they're at and can't stay out of the way. So um, nothing like a Gase and a Smithley. <laughs> You're talking about Joey Gase and Garrett Smithley. Some of them dipsh- kids don't know what the hell they're doing or where they're at and can't stay out of the way. So um, nothing like a Gase and a Smithley. <laughs> Statman, where's your laugh track, buddy? Come on, it's just for you. You know, I'm. It, uh, this ain't funny to me, and this is this is very predictable. And uh, he's uh, he's a jerk, and you know, he's, he's obviously a great driver. He's a defending champion, but any like they say, the mechanic who blames his tools. Uh, doesn't know what he's doing for him to go out and blame everybody else uh, for him not winning the race. I think it's b- beneath him. It's beneath the champion. And uh, at the end of the race, when he had a chance to catch or at least get close to Harvick's bumper and Harvick pulled away from him, uh, you know, that says all you need to know about whether or not he could have won the race Logano or not. On that note, you're really going to appreciate this one, Stat Man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about continuing your chase for the championship um, in Las Vegas next weekend? Uh, we'll be eliminated in the next round, so don't care. All right. <laughs> Listen to her. The- All right. <laughs> yeah, blame the blame All your right. team, blame the, everybody else but him. Maybe he just didn't drive well. You know, I mean, when Harvick got over blaming his crew every time he lost is when he started doing well. And the the crew hears that. And when guys have to work a couple hours overtime and would rather be home and they remember the guy blaming them for his problems, you know, things don't get done too well. Her response at the end, though. Uh, we'll be eliminated in the next round, so don't care. All right. All right. All right, <laughs> All right then. Next question. Uh, it's COVID-19 and I just laugh at things like this. Now I'd laugh at some cynicism. I laugh at some of the negativity. I laugh at some of the seriousness that really isn't that serious. Right. But at the same time, 
you have this this cat towards the tail end of the press conference. Oh no. We've all been there before where just things weren't hooking up and it's it's kind of a subdued press conference and specifically with Kyle Bush. And NASCAR goes to this guy, I think his name's Carson White or Carson Tucker or something. We're about to find out. And of course, this is all virtual, like most all sports yeah. things are these days with media. And he can't, get, he just can't get his tech hooked up. I just thought it's funny as hell, given where we are. And our final question will come from Tucker White. Go ahead, Tucker. Hang on, sorry. Uh, Kyle, I noticed in the closing laps, you were ha- <laughs> that in the closing laps, the bro- it was kind of alternating between which lane was more advantageous. So what lane, what makes one lane more advantageous than the other here at Bristol? <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> that is the worst. And after the Mike's on. <laughs> a bad night and a terrible race and he lost at the last. And then the guy asks some question about what lane is best at Bristol. You know? And he could barely get it out. Too. <laughs> Hang on, sorry. Uh, Kyle, I noticed in the closing laps you were ha- that in the closing laps the bro- <laughs> it was kind of alternating between which lane was more advantageous. So what lane what makes one lane more advantageous than the other here at Bristol? I want to hear Kyle's response. <laughs> no, like, you don't. He took it too serious. Oh, he did? I was yeah. waiting for him to go, dude. It doesn't get, matter anymore. That or get your tech fix. What do you have, a <laughs> Commodore 64? <laughs> get a tighter string on those two cans. Yeah. <laughs> and our final question will come from Tucker White. Go ahead, Tucker. Hang on. Sorry. Uh, Kyle, I noticed in the closing laps you were ha- Oh, man. Then in the closing laps, the bro- <laughs> it was kind of alternating between which lane was more advantageous. So, what lane? What makes one lane more advantageous than the other here at Bristol? Oh my gosh, you clearly needed a laugh tonight or this now, weekend. Man, come night. on, give me this one, bro. That was worthy of a Kyle Bush blow up. Come on. Yeah, well, wait a minute. You got a drop for you know uh, Kyle, and that would fit perfectly yeah. there, wouldn't it? Stop asking me about my package. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Next question. I'm tired of talking about my package. Stop package questions. Whatever. <laughs> Where is that drop? Uh, it's on my other. It's on my iPad. I'm having to use my computer. Oh, God. As we continue to do things from home studios. Speaking of tech issues. <laughs> Speaking right. of tech issues. Yeah, right. <laughs> Holy crap. That's so true. If you look at, I mean, Dan Patrick. Howard Stern, Jimmy Kimmel. These guys have multi-million dollar budgets, yet they face some of the same issues that smaller radio shows, network shows have. At the, it, it, like Tucker. Yeah, Tony, yeah. Tony Kornheiser has been in his attic for th- four months. And he's had, you know, sometimes he has to use an iPad, and that's a network show, a daily network show, right? you know? <laughs> I feel you, bro. Hang on, sorry. Uh, Kyle, I noticed in the closing laps, you were ha- <sighs> that in the closing laps, the bro- it was kind of alternating between which lane was more advantageous. So what, la- what makes one lane more advantageous than the other here at Bristol? 
And the only thing better would have been if all of his papers would have fallen on the floor. And he's, oh, he has, yes. You could hear all of that in the background, and he's stumbling and falls out of his chair. You know, I mean, that would be a perfect uh, Saturday Night Live skit, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm very surprised Kyle did not go sarcastic with him and say, we don't come back here until March. I don't. I won't answer that question until then. Stop <laughs> asking me package questions. I'm done answering them. Next. There he is. There oh yes, I think I needed that laugh. But getting back to that Bristol race, it's a race that I think it was the first time for Crash, Stat, and yours truly that we had seen in person. It was the night. Nighttime Bristol race. Yes, oh three or oh four. That we none of us knew that we, what we were in for, but all of us were standing in one of the turns, Statman, and you came up with the best description of a packed Bristol race with what at the time forty three cars on a half mile. The word you used, Statman, was Jurassic, and it was just <laughs> full fledged mayhem for three hours. It was more than that. At, at the beginning of the race, 160,000 people in the stands. And I was just completely caught up in the cars, the noise, the dust. You don't realize the noise and the dust from television. But, you know, 43 exhausts blowing dirt up in the air and in your face. I had to turn away. I mean, I was so overwhelmed with the... Uh, all the flashing lights from the stands, the noise, you know, you had to close your eyes and turn away. It was, it was overwhelming. I've never felt that way at a racetrack. And I've been, I've been in races and haven't felt that way. Oh. <laughs> in Sedalia, Missouri. Yeah, right. Exactly. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Bristol. I, Bristol is such a, what well, the fall Bristol race, which technically this is, has been, a must-see bucket list item for so long. I almost forgot about it. This, I mean, I know this year is strange anyway, but mm -hmm. this weekend I almost forgot it was even going on. But isn't it typically in July? August. Is it typically yeah. in August? Yes. Right? It's usually the third weekend of August, but with the schedule changes this year, that was one of the races that moved, and they put it in the playoffs, and it became a cutoff race, and actually that's a pretty good idea. And quickly, we've got about four minutes here. Did I hear that correctly? I mean, Statman Scat talk, touched on something else in regards to Le Mans, but a hybrid won overall. That is yes. just I – don't, I don't care how long hybrids have been around. To hear that a hybrid car wins one of the most legendary races on the planet yeah. is still – For the third year in a row. Yeah, that just is odd to me, Stat. It's, how does that happen given the technology prior to the hybrid being developed uh, technology and cars and drivers and mechanics that are used to working on similar products that have won at Le Mans before. And here's this hybrid car winning the last three races. Well, in theory, the F1 cars are all hybrids. They use uh, energy yeah. from a battery to increase the power in the car and the batteries are recycled during the braking. So, yeah, I mean, it, you know, a lot of it, those are hybrids, and uh, they might call it something else, but uh, yeah, hybrid hybrid technology has been around in the top levels of racing for a long, long time. 
Well, again, when I hear hybrid, I think of someone who pulls over here. Yeah. Yeah. Come over and plug it in the damn side of the the household. Someone who's able to drive in the carpool lane and not get a fine for it by being go two hundred fifty miles without hearing a the turn of the engine and having to charge it again. So that's when I hear hybrid, that's just what I think. And just just such a grueling race of the of of Le Mans, hearing them win that race. It's just it's bonkers. And it's a race that as you heard in Statman Scott, you'll hear it again that I only found out that it was on after I found out who won. Oh, no. We, t- we talked about it a little last week because we talked about how this is strange. This is Le Mans week, and it's just it, – where's the pomp and circumstance? It's just gone. doesn't mean I remembered. <laughs> well, then there's that. <laughs> I got 463 other things going on. <laughs> Coaching my daughter's soccer game on Saturday. It's a little more important than freaking Le Mans. Did she win? Well, to, to you – it was a last set. We don't. They don't count goals, stat. But oh, of course, the parents Kenny do. Does. <laughs> it was two all going into the last seconds, and some little six year old boy streaking down the field, bam, rattles the net, and they lose three two. But the kids didn't. They didn't have any they idea. Didn't care. That's after they won last week ten nil. <laughs> exactly. This <laughs> <laughs> hundred five degree weather, and the majority of the kids are fair complected. And five minutes into the game, they're all pink faced. <laughs> it's so hot. And they're ready. It's Is this so over yet? Hot, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Are we done yet? And I, I've got a new player. His name is Grayson. And I've got another new player. Her name is Grace Lynn. So that was fun. Grayson, let's go. What? I'm right here, coach. No. <laughs> Grayson, you're in. No, no, Graceland, you're out. No, great boy, Grayson, you're in. Girl, Graceland, you're. <laughs> oh man. Last names. Last names. True. Freak Nation coming up next hour. Nick Olenda. Yep, that guy. That guy, Freak Nation. He's one of those that is synonymous with daredevils. He has a new book. He'll be joining us. And Jarrett Brooks, Lucas Falafel Racing Series winner for Friday in Chandler, Arizona. Big second hour coming up. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love to party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Stepman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. Second hour of the Freaks. Thank you guys for hanging out. Let me clear this frog. You follow us on Twitter, right? At Kitty Crash. Nope, at Speed Freaks. You're therefore on Facebook. Speedfreaks.tv. Instagram. Bam. Be a part of this big old thing. Nick Walenda. Daredevil. 
tightrope extraordinaire, part of the Willinda family, been doing it for centuries. He's got a new book out. He's going to be joining us in about 12 minutes. Also this hour, Jarrett Brooks, the Lucas Oil Off-Road Racing Series, ran another triple header this past weekend. And And he won Friday and today. Right. Two of the three, baby. That's good. So he'll be joining us coming up. And that's what Lucas Oil is trying to do. They're just trying to get their season done with these triple headers. And it was 105, 106, 104 degrees. <laughs> They're running in the damn desert in well, these off-road trucks. That's why they started so early. Like We talked to one of the guys on the production crew, mm-hmm. and did he not say that he was up at 530. What, 5.30 or so? His call it, time was 5.30. Oh, yeah. it's even worse then. Yeah, so there it is. Yeah. Let me throw one out Get here. Get it in before the heat. What do you? I think that double headers uh, would be great as a cost-saving move because you don't have to travel as much, and uh, you don't have to move ten or fifteen people to thirty nights in a hotel or something. You know, I mean, I I kind of like the idea. I know the drivers, but the drivers complain about everything. I think it's a good idea. <laughs> Are you thinking in all series? Yeah, or the I think majority it's a, of the bigger series. I think it's a good idea. Instead of going, let's everybody has you get there on Thursday, you stay Friday for practice and Saturday and Sunday. Uh, you got four or five days times times twenty five. By the time you get all the people and everything, you could save money if those twenty five or a hundred night stays in the hotel amounted to two or three races instead of one. I think you're onto something. And I, I believe with the pandemic and what it's shown motorsport series that you can do that, at least similar to what you're saying, maybe not double headers as a, at this point, but they're cutting back on the travel or cutting back on the nights at a track. We're proving as a society that a majority of successful companies can have their employees or a majority of their employees stay at home. I was on the phone with our sales manager of iHeartRadio here in Phoenix earlier this week, and he said, frankly, Kenny, I don't know when we're going to go back to the office, but as far as I'm concerned, I want to stay home because I'm getting more done here at home than I am at the office because my door is always open at the office. And the AEs, the sales executives, are always knocking on the door asking questions. If they have to ask a question via the phone or text or a Zoom call, they may save them for later and bundle them up, not always bothering me at the office. So much more efficient. So getting back to your, your – I I don't see why they wouldn't do that. You could, again, m- maybe have a mid-morning race of 100 laps and then a late afternoon, a twilight race of 100 laps to – to fulfill that 200 lap uh, quota, but what what do you do in the meantime? Do you have a feeder you, series? Do you have feeder series in the middle? Two or three feeder series? Oh in the yeah, you could have in right? the case of NASCAR, you could put the trucks, you could put uh, Xfinity. You know, I th- I think instead of wasting right. time with these stage stages in the feature race, just you know make the make those stages. 75 lap um, races and you have a 
couple on Saturday and a couple on Sunday. And you got four races in a weekend. Force the teams, to the drivers to work. Don't waste time. And you don't have to travel as much. And the series get this, you know, this season gets over that much faster. I, I think it's a cost-saving move that if they're not thinking about it, it course it's nascar and all they want to do is travel and get out of the house and be away from their family so uh well i just think with the new with the new regime in place they see the writing on the wall they've already made incredible changes that i never thought they would make but i think it's a great discussion that we could go a little deeper later in the hour crash Gladys pit news and notes coming up as we resume some affiliates Speed Freak Spitz, Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, we promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined the freaks. Welcome. Well, we call it welcoming, welcoming back our affiliates here at the Freak Nation. You were just being efficient, like we talked about just a couple minutes ago. Yeah. You were being efficient with your words and meshing them together to get it out in a shorter amount of time. Welcome in. <laughs> our affiliates back at the Freak Nation, second hour of Speed Freaks. Thank you guys for hanging out. Uh, tightrope extraordinaire, Nick Walenda from the great Walenda family. Wow. He'll be here. Lucas Olaf World Racing Series winner, Jarrett Brooks, will be here. But first, Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Hit them up now through October 31st and get up to 100 bucks back if you buy four qualifying truck tires because it is truck season. Go to GeneralTire.com. Crasher? So strange is a very descriptive word for the year 2020. And yes, strange was this weekend as well. This weekend, yes, September was the 24 hours of Le Mans. And this was not an easy race to reschedule, by the way. Mountains basically needed to be moved for France to have this race allowable in this crazy year. But it did happen, and history was made. We've talked about it a little bit throughout the first hour. Basically, history was made, we said, with a hybrid. The first six hours were not without fault. The number eight suffered a brake duck issue, also a punctured tire. The brake duck eventually forcing them to lose their lead lap. But the following 18 hours were flawless for the third year in a row the number eight toyota hybrid won overall honors for all the classes all the podiums all the top results head to racer.com bristol was also this weekend yeah again september and things got kicked off on thursday that night was swept by 17 year old sam mayer he won in both the arca series and the truck series of course arca is his full-time gig so he played spoiler when he won in the truck series passing brett moffitt for the lead with just 29 laps to go. Friday featured the Xfinity Series race that was Chase Briscoe with the win, with, of course, passing with just six laps to go. And then Saturday night was all Cup and all Kevin Harvick. Well, Kyle Busch, you heard a little bit from him, his little temper tantrum, shall we say, yep. for finishing second. But Kevin Harvick winning the race that was his ninth of the season. And Kenny said last hour, only three drivers in the last quarter century have won 10 races or more in a season. Kevin Harvick has one more win to go to get there. This was a cutoff race. Four drivers are now out of the playoffs. William Byron, Cole Custer, Matt Benedetto, and Ryan Blaney. Coming up, the great Nick Walenda, tightrope extraordinaire. Speed Freaks Pits, Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. 
Well, how are you using your time sequestered at home? Been staring at that unfinished hot rod or vintage sports car in the garage just looking for some DIY dirty hands work? Yeah? Well, how about changing your oil and topping it off with Lucas Oil Stabilizer or refreshing your brake line with new Lucas Oil brake fluid or give your prized possessions that like new shine with Lucas Oil Slickness products. It's homeschool time for you, buddy, and time to learn to do the basics to keep your ride on the road with Lucas Oil and Lucas Oil products. For more information, check them out, lucasoil.com. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. Car not performing right, a dirty fuel system damages gas mileage and even your engine over time. But Lucas Fuel Treatment can clean and lubricate that fuel system, the fuel pump, fuel injectors, even carburetors and valves as you drive. It's designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment, it works. MAV-TV, your destination for all things motorsports. TV home to all of the Lucas Oil Motorsports. MAV-TV televises off-road, modifieds, motocross, pro polling, and World Rally Championships, to name a few. MAV-TV is also home to the favorite enthusiast shows, such as My Classic Car, Chop Cut Rebuild, Full Custom Garage, Gears, and much more. MAV-TV is available nationwide on DirecTV, Verizon, and on most cable providers. Visit MAVTV.com for more racing information and to demand your Mav TV. The Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative. Funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at AwesomeSportsLogos.com. That's AwesomeSportsLogos.com, and get awesome. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. You are listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. Panic on the brain, world is gone insane. Things are starting to get heavy. Mm-hmm. I can't help but think I haven't felt this way since I asked you to go steady. Wondering, would you be? Nation, do the smart thing. Go to lucasoil.com and check out the complete engine treatment. It's the OG keeping your engine clean. Takes care of all facets inside your engine. Increases your fuel mileage. Reduces friction. Gunk buildup. Check them out at lucasoil.com. Coming up in moments, Nick Walenda, tightrope extraordinaire, has a new book out. He'll be joining us. Also, Jared Brooks here in the Freak Nation. 
wins two of the three races in Chandler, Arizona. <laughs> Incredible heat in Arizona. That's where Crash and yours truly are based. And um, uh, according to the National Weather Service, we have another week's worth of triple digits. What was the high today for you, Statman, in Columbus, Ohio? I think it was maybe 72, 73, <laughs> got down around oh, 45 uh, last night. I'm thinking of getting the blanket back out of the closet, putting it back on yeah. the bed. You know, I haven't had the air conditioner or the heater on in a week. Bam. That's, you know, there I, it feel, is. I feel for you. I'm listening to you, my kids, you know. Say the same thing in January. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll be 105 I below full of here. six-year-olds <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> Stat, man, I feel for you. Yeah. I'm out hiking in South Mountain, Chandler, <laughs> Arizona. <laughs> mm. But again, uh, in moments, Nick Walenda will be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Uh, and, of course, we have not much motorsports coming up here with the Freaks. Uh, we've never had a high-wire artist on the show before, but there's always a first. Nick Walenda joining us here in the Freak Nation, part of the great Walendas. Uh, the new book, Facing Fear. One thing that I wanted to start out with you, Nick, was I'm of the age where Saturday mornings or Saturday afternoons, we always look forward to wide world of sports where there was something – different that was coming on and it seemed like either the walendas great tightrope walking family were, was part of that or there was like a, a saturday once a once a month where there was a walenda walking on a high wire somewhere was this something that the family set out to do initially was to become part of uh, you know the weekends of america uh, as you guys started to make the the name of the great walendas yeah, you know, I, it's funny you ask that. I'm not sure if that was the goal. I mean, we can back up even further. My family actually started walking on wires back in the 1780s. So <laughs> for, for over 200 years, this is what we've been doing. And, and I would tell you that I think the public's fascination in what we do uh, is what led to ABC saying, hey, we want to have you a part of this, you know, of, of wide world of sports. We want to we want to showcase this. Uh, you know, of course, Evil King Evil was a huge part of that. One of my great-grandfather's best friends. But I, I think the reality is I don't know that they necessarily set out to do that. I think it was just uh, a, a, a general response to what they did was it just made sense because so many people were fascinated by it. You mentioned Evil Knievel. Of course, Nick Walinda, one of the greats, uh, joining us here in the Freak Nation. They're, they're, that's a certain breed of person, whether, again, if it's Evil Knievel, if it's uh, Walinda, if it's uh, uh, David Blaine or somebody that takes certain things to an extreme. When did you find that you had that innate ability to take things to the extreme? I don't think I found it. I think it found me. My, my mom was six months pregnant with me and still walking the wire. <laughs> I, I walked the wire since I was 18 months old. So for me, it was life. My great-grandfather, Carl Walenda, in his book uh, said it best. He said, life is on the wire and everything else is just waiting. And, and for our family, that, this, is, this is just who we are. So, so it more found me. I would tell you there is a drive in me. No matter what I do, I do it to the best of my abilities. It doesn't matter if I'm sweeping the floor or if I'm picking up trash. It's just, it's just sort of who I am. And I think because of that, that carries out in my life and in my career, of course. 
and I continue to want to do bigger and better things, continue to want to prove, really to prove to the world that nothing is impossible. That's truly the goal uh, when I do what I do. In fact, that's really why I wrote this book, Facing Fear, was, was to inspire people that nothing is impossible. We went through this tragic accident in 17 where we were, we were training for a four-layer eight-person pyramid. That pyramid collapsed. By the grace of God, I caught the wire, which is what I've trained to do my whole life. My cousin did the same. One gentleman stayed standing, but five members, including my sister and my aunt, fell to the ground and were, were mangled. My, my sister broke every bone in her face. She was in a coma. They didn't expect her to live. And yet I got back on the wire the next day and performed, and performed for six weeks straight. And, uh, and after those six weeks, I took a break, thinking that I was doing the right thing, thinking that when that accident happened that I was fine. I wasn't physically injured. I was fine. But the reality was... I didn't know it. I was burying by getting back on that wire. We, we know the analogy of get back on the horse, but I was burying the fact that I had to face this fear that I didn't know was in my DNA because wire walking was my life. And it got so bad that I was reliving that accident in training and rehearsals for another show three months after that accident. And after, after having to watch that in a form of PTSD of that pyramid collapsing in front of me over and over again, I finally got to the point where I told my wife I was done. I wasn't going to walk the wire anymore. And in that conversation, she said, I respect whatever decision you make, but don't forget your family has lived by the words, the show must go on mm. for 200 years. And you live by the words, never give up. And you do what you do to inspire people. Nothing's impossible. And here you're going to give up. And that sort of set me off on this trail of how am I going to overcome this? Uh, the greatest challenge of my career, greater than changing two laws in two countries in order to walk across Niagara Falls that were over 100 years old, greater than walking across the Grand Canyon or an active volcano, was honestly the small four-letter word that was debilitating to me to the point where I was going to quit. But again, I do what I do to inspire people. And during that time, I remember thinking after that conversation with my wife, you know what, you're right. I am going to overcome this, but not only am I going to overcome it, but I'm going to use this story to help others overcome their fear, their fear of leaving, of, of pursuing their dream of, of running a marathon or climbing a mountain. Or, or maybe it might be their fear of leaving their job because they're miserable every Monday, but they have a paycheck Friday and they've settled in for status quo or their fear of stepping out of their comfort zone. That's why I wrote this book was to, to help inspire people. You know, I talked about that accident where my sister fell and, uh, and she was mangled and shouldn't have lived. Well, the reality is our family has lived what to do what we do to inspire others that nothing's impossible. And, and, and about a year after that accident, my sister not only recovered, got out of that wheelchair, recovered physically enough to the point where she got on a wire over 250 feet high, over 1,200 feet long, two times higher than anything she'd ever walked on, three times longer than anything she'd ever walked on, and she did it live on ABC over Times Square, proving to the world that, that no matter what challenge we face, no matter how hard we get kicked or how much we get knocked down, we can overcome that. And, and that's what our family history is about. Holy cow, the timing of this cannot be any better. Nick Walenda joining us here in the Freak Nation, and such is the year 2020 for so many people out there. You know, we... We, fo we have a focus on motorsports on our national show, and we always say that motorsports drivers are just wired differently because 
Sadly, they could be in a race one Sunday and one of their competitors' friends dies, yet they're, like you said, back on the horse in another race the next Sunday, just doing what they're supposed to do. And, of course, acting like, you know, it's no big deal. The show must go on. But you're right. The reality is just like every human being listening right now, yes, you can say the show must go on, but you've also got to mentally be ready for what comes next. I'm so glad that you're bringing this up because this is an everyday This is an everyday thing for people listening right now. Sure, athletes are involved. You've been involved. Daredevils are involved. But this is an everyday thing that people can apply. Thank you for this. The timing is perfect. Thank you. Yeah, no, look, I wrote this book for that for that reason. And interestingly enough, COVID-19 wasn't a thing at the time when I was writing this book. <laughs> In fact, the final chapter, I kind of twisted a little bit because that's when it became a reality. It was, it was I was literally done writing the book, and then all of a sudden we get hit with this pandemic. So the reality is, Everyone is on this wire right now, and we're on that wire looking down and going, am I going to have my job next week? Am I going to get a paycheck? Is, is For many, is unemployment going to come through? How am I going to pay my bills? Uh, am I going to keep my business? Uh, what's going to happen with our world? Are we going to come out with a, a vaccine for this? And, and we're all dealing with fear right now. It's, it's, it's a tough time. And I talk a lot, lot in the book about, about our mind and the power of our mind and, and, and that we're in control of our thoughts. Our thoughts are not in control of us. And we really have to be careful in where we allow our minds to go. And, mm-hmm. and once it goes to those negative places, if we continue to follow that without countering that and stopping that and, and, and changing our mindset, then it can be a dangerous place of eventually leading to addiction or, or even, or even death. And, and we've seen a lot of that sadly during this pandemic. So, uh, you know, I, I wrote this book to the every, everyday reader and, and, and very practical steps that I use that they can apply to themselves. I didn't write it to the wire walkers or the athletes because there's very few of them in the end if you look at the, the, the bulk, the majority. <laughs> so I really wrote it to that everyday person in, in hopes that through my struggles, others won't have to go through those same struggles. People won't have to end up as deep in that valley as I did. And, and there's so much power in, in just knowing that, hey, someone's gone before me, and these are the steps that he took. Therefore, I'm going to take these steps too. And, and hopefully, this book will help others. And, and honestly, that was my heart's desire. I didn't have a desire to write another book. I, I quite honestly felt like it was a calling, that I went through this for a reason. And even in that valley, I started writing. As I was facing this fear where I was giving up, I wasn't going to get back on the wire, I started writing. Because I thought, you know what, I'm going to use this. My family's done this for generations and, and lived through triumph and tragedy. I've lost seven family members doing what we do. But we've always used those situations to inspire others. And, uh, and I'm going to use this. So that helped me actually get through. There was so much healing in just writing this book. But just knowing that this was going to help other people and that my valley was going to help others, that, uh, that, that helped me through to the back to the mountaintop. Fear forward, fail forward, whatever you want to call it. It's it's so appropriate. I know we got to let you go, but real quick, and don't give too much of the book away. What is one thing when you were in that deepest valley that somebody can take away from this interview to help them in their deep valleys right now? Man, it, it is what I said. It's controlling your thoughts. We, we truly can control our thoughts. I, I used to be the one that rolled my eyes when people said that. Uh, think positive, act positive, even if you're negative. Man, the endorphins that are released, just when we wake up in the morning, if we're having a bad morning and we force ourselves to smile, that alone can change our day. Uh, be careful what you put into your mind, what you allow yourself to hear, what you think about. Surround yourself with positive people, and, and that is such a key to advancing in life and success. Again, so appropriate for Face today. Face Fear, the new book from so cool. Aerialist, Daredevil, Calling, which he's now an author. Nick Willenda joining us. 
here in the Freak Nation. Look, man, when I get up in the morning, and you're right, walk down the stairs, that's the biggest damn accomplishment I've got, Nick. Come on, buddy. (laughs) Keep on striving for more. Nick, thanks for doing this. Good luck to you, partner. Thanks so much. Statman, you look at our last 20 years and the variety of guests, every freaking motorsports driver, rider in the history of mankind seems to have come in here, but there's always room for a great Melinda here in the Freak Nation. You're not kidding. That interview was fascinating. I was sitting here listening to it and said, man, I wouldn't mind reading that book. That's uh, everybody's got a fear of something. I don't care what it is. Uh, and yep. like you said, Crash, the fears today are more than they've ever been in our lifetimes. And, uh, you know, politically, socially, culturally, pandemically, right. you know, I mean, and facing those fears could probably help everybody. Can you imagine sitting around the Walenda dinner table? Uh, let's go to you, Johnny. Or let's go to you, Nick. Let's go to you, Barbara, whatever all the Walenda's names are. Uh, what would you like to walk over? Hmm. Volcano. Yeah. No Niagara Falls. Oh, no. What about the Grand Canyon? I don't know, man. It just, I, I would imagine that we've all got that gene in us if it's, if it's watered and fed and fertilized at a young age, I mean, we all, instead, yours, you, we all, the three of us ha- had that daredevil gene in, in our younger years, but crap, man, walking a high wire, thousands of feet. <laughs> or driving a funny Being car 300 miles an hour. Family members get mangled. Yeah, imagine what John yeah. Forces had to yeah. go through. Uh, since his crash that, you know, left him, you know, upside down on the track in flames or something, you know, and all the drivers that have gone through that, Scott Dixon upside down on the wall at Indy, uh, you know, that all of that is, uh, it's pretty crazy. Um, Zanardi, you know, I mean, that's all of that is crazy to say facing fears. I mean, that, that's gotta be a good book. Mario Andretti on the backstretch of the oh, Indianapolis geez. 500 or the uh, IMS Speedway. Uh, bre- shaking down a car, testing a car. Was he in his 70s at the time, Crash? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you sure? Wait, he was either late 60s. Yeah, I think it was what late 60s. was that? Yeah, I think Wasn't it like 03, 04? Yeah, I, late 60s. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine AJ well, Foyt doing was, that? No. But there's just. There's that gene in, in everybody. It's just who's able to crack it. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't I, I can't understand. It's especially John Force. And again, we, we know that there there will never be another John Force. But that being said, I just. In my age now, as little risk with my life is we bueno, just given the fact that I have a six and a half year old waiting on me. And I'm not saying that these individuals that have children that go out there and test the limits of life every weekend are dopes. 
All I'm saying is that, and I'm not saying my priorities are in the right spot, but I, I can't even get close to understanding how you can get out there and risk your life over a freaking volcano, Niagara Falls, and then you know, 48 hours later, you're walking them to freaking second grade. It's insane. Or having a sleepover for all the kids in the house, and you got to cook s'mores and uh, make sure they all get to sleep in time. You know what? Who does that? You got to have. You got to be wired differently than everybody else. Hold on, Dad is going to be home here a little bit. He just walked over a volcano. He'll take care of the s'mores. I don't. I just don't. I don't know how that happens, man. Yeah, I, you know. I mean, and who knows? I mean, and, and they say that drivers understand fear. They're not crazy. They don't. They don't have death wishes. And you know, right. I hate it when people say that they um, the worst thing that they 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 when somebody fatally gets injured is they died doing what they love to do. No, they didn't. They died in terror that they could get out of this thing. And, uh, you know, I mean, but right. you know, I, I, wow. I, that's, you know, the more I talk about it, man, I, I would like to read this book. <laughs> Coming up in moments, your stat man, Scat and Jarrett Brooks, Lucas Oil Awful Racing Series, two out of the three days in Chandler, Arizona. But first, your Scat. It's your stat man. Oh, no. Way back in the middle 80s when dinosaurs roamed the earth, I read a wonderful book, Sports and Reality, by Leonard Coppett. He rightly argued that fan interest wanes and even disappeared unless the promoters created the illusion that it mattered who won and lost the contest. I always likened it to pro basketball. The Globetrotters and Lakers have the same skill sets, but it matters who wins and loses Laker games. Globetrotters, not so much. I consider myself a sports car racing fan, but I had the same feelings about this weekend's 24 hours of Le Mans. Normally, it's a ride of summer for me, watching Le Mans even throughout the night on television. But this year, the production waned and the announcers couldn't make the outcome matter to me. Toyota winning its third straight race wasn't as impressive as the Audi run of things in the early 2000s. Competition was much stiffer then, and Audi started a run winning 13 of 15 races. Maybe it was a different sensibility this year. Some people like parades. Maybe next year, get Macy's to string up balloons. Peace. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. We're going to hear from Jarrett Brooks. Won two out of the three races over the weekend in Chandler, Arizona for the Lucas Olafo Racing Series. This guy is just goes out and wins Chandler. I mean, excuse me, goes out and wins Crandon Crasher. Yes, after winning one of the Wheatland events the weekend prior, or at least the race prior. Yeah. So mm-hmm. this is now three events in a row with at least one win on the weekend. Crazy. I think the first time we had him in the Freak Nation, too, he was either 15 or 16 years old. And now he's out there just kicking some ass. It's freaking greatness. Again, this segment brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Do yourself a favor, Freak Nation. Go to GeneralTire.com. That's GeneralTire.com. 
And you, you truck owner, you just might be able to take home a hundred bucks with Visa prepaid card. Buy four qualifying truck tires from General Tire. And yeah, a Hyundai might be coming your way. For more information, check them out at GeneralTire.com. It's GeneralTire.com. Your freaking not much motorsports coming up next segment, as well as Jarrett Brooks. This guy's doing incredible things. What does he call his truck? Oh, crud. Come on. Right? He's got a name for it. It's a new truck, new setup, new system. We'll, no, it, I believe we'll, we'll talk to him about it. All right. We'll talk to him. El Diablo. Got it. All right. Phew, had to find it. Good job, Crasher. <laughs> Jared Brooks, not much motorsports coming up. Speed Fix Bits and Lucas Oil Studios. Sports Radio, redefined. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. It's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. Make your anywhere possible by visiting GeneralTire.com today. That's GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Disbane, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. Hey, you want the easiest car care ever, right? There's a couple Lucas Oil products you got to get your hands on. One, Lucas Slick Mist Fast and Easy Speed Wax. Two, Tire and Trim Shine. And three, Interior Detailer. It's better than anything on the market, so this is what you do. You spray the speed wax on a wet or dry surface, you wipe it off, and you're done. You think you can handle that? Lucas Interior Detailer rejuvenates interiors, and Lucas Tires and Trim Shine does wonders on tires and wheels. Lucas Slick Mist. It's easy. It works. Go to lucasoil.com for more information. Freak Nation, for over 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, your everywhere. From the aggressive mud terrain Grabber X3 to the all-terrain performance of the Grabber ATX, even to the strong and durable all-purpose terrain Grabber APX, General Tire balances excellent on-road performance with off-road capabilities designed for all weather conditions. Remember, with General Tire, anywhere is possible. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. 
Want to bring racing technology into your driveway? Lucas High Performance Motor Oil is advanced race engine technology for everyday cars and trucks. It reduces friction heat and coats your engine with a tougher, longer-lasting oil film for maximum protection. Lucas High Performance Motor Oil cools and cleans your engine and protects against sludge buildup from everyday stop-and-go driving. Lucas High Performance Motor Oil is made in America and sold to the world it works you're listening to speed freaks motorsports radio redefined nobody pray for me it's been a day for me yeah yeah hey i remember syrup sandwiches and crime allowances finessing on them with some counterfeits but now i'm counting this parmesan with my accountant lives in fact i'm down in this you say with my boobay tastes like we were talking about this earlier. Statman made the suggestion of motorsport series going with some double headers. Eliminates costs, cuts down on a lot of travel, a lot of expenditures when it comes to hotels, rental cars, airfare. And something that Lucas Oil has been doing with their off-road racing series is in Wheatland, Missouri, Lucas Oil Speedway, they had a triple header off-road race with all the pro classes. And they did it again this past weekend in Chandler, Arizona. It just it makes a whole hell of a lot of sense, not just with the pandemic, but just where we are in 2020 and moving forward. We also talked about how there are a lot of people learning, you know what? I can get a hell of a lot more done at home than having to go in the office, <laughs> spend all that time in traffic, getting into the, no, I get a lot more done sitting behind my computer at my desk, maybe going down and taking care of my three-year-old, not having to pay four or 500 bucks a week in childcare. Yeah. A friend of mine just this week, I found out via social media that he's, he works, he used to work for GE for many, many years. And now he's working with a spinoff company from GE and they've, Flat out said, hey, why don't you just keep doing this work at home thing? Yeah. You've been getting so much done for us. They said, come out in the office anytime, pick up your stuff and take what you need for your home office. I'm like, what? So, yeah, it is. It's happening everywhere that the efficiency of things that are coming out of COVID-19 and the pandemic. Google and Facebook, right. we we hear they're not going to be back in the offices and until summer of next year. <laughs> if oh, that. Wow. Yeah, if. Big if. So on that note. Yeah, right. I I I got to believe that with our iHeart Radio conglomerate here in Phoenix that we're a, pa- a part of, they're not going to be in the office this year. Mm-mm. It's all going to be from home. Mm-hmm. Bam. <laughs> uh, Jarrett Brooks, uh, we were talking about these triple headers that you guys are running. You you did it in Wheatland. You won one of those three races. Uh, you've won the last two of three races in Chandler, Arizona, including of course the first one. Friday, the Pro Series got started. The Pro Series divisions got started early in the morning, and then hell, you were finished by freaking lunch lunchtime dessert time with your win in Pro Two and Lucas Oil Off Road Racing Series. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, Lucas Oil is just trying to get these races in with all this with all the COVID stuff going on. It's been it's it, the season kind of started late and. Um, they're trying to be. They're trying to end the season on time, which is uh, next month in October. So, um, so they've been trying to do three races 
which would be a Friday, Friday race, Saturday race, and a Sunday race, which, which is a lot of racing. It's, it's, it's a lot on, it's a lot on everyone, especially we're here in Arizona. We're in Chandler this, this weekend and it's, uh, it's not cool weather. We're not used to it from being from California and, um, racing in this weather, but they, they done a good job. We, uh, we started, we started early this morning. Driver's was at seven o'clock and instantly racing started right at, uh, right at seven thirty. So, um, by the time we raced, we raced around 1130 today, AM and, uh, beat the heat. And surprisingly, the track held up really good with all this, with all this heat and this track not being touched in a couple months. Um, the track was really good. It held moisture and, um, you know, just awesome that we're, we're able to race. Jared Brooks is the Pro 2 winner from Chandler, Arizona, the Lucas Oil Off-Road Racing Series. Jared, you told us once before about the fatigue involved in racing three races in a row at Wheatland. A tough course like Chandler must take it out of you, no matter what you're doing. Yeah, for sure. Uh, me and me and my team have been on the gas lately. So we went to Wheatland, which was about a, was what, probably about a month ago now, probably three weeks ago. Um, that was a triple header as well so friday saturday sunday and then right after that we went straight to crandon wisconsin and uh we we stayed out there for a week prepped the truck in the parking lot and then raced the following weekend which that was also a three-day race um and then after and then from there we drove home which took three days load prepped the truck and then the next week tuesday we got we, we've been in chandler since tuesday so it's a lot of work. Um, you know, that's what comes into racing. Um, my guys haven't got a day off since we left for Wheatland. So, uh, huge thank you to those guys. I've torn some stuff up since then and, uh, we, we've been working some long nights, but I mean, it's for sure draining, but you know, we come here to win. And once you, once you get that first win, um, you always want to keep coming back for more and you do whatever you can. Jared Brooks, you just went through that entire answer and only touched on it on the at the very end. Wheatland, Crandon, now Chandler, Arizona. You didn't mention that you've won at all three of those places. Yeah, you can tear stuff up, but as long as you keep winning, then your crew doesn't matter. I mean, it's just like they're happy too. <laughs> For sure, yeah. Like in Crandon, we we won the first day in Crandon. The second day, we were we passed for the lead, and I made a slight mistake, flipped the wall, and. Um, and it was kind of a bummer. We didn't even get to race the, the big money cup where we raced pro two versus pro four. And, you know, we were all bummed out and it was obviously going to be a long drive home, just kind of dwelling on it. But, you know, at the same fact, if you break while you're battling for the lead, I guess, uh, I guess it was a good run while it lasted, you know? So we try to have a good team and, and I try to just keep them, keep them motivated. You know, it's, it's a lot of work driving, driving across the, across the country when you have a bad weekend, but you know, we're here to win. We have a good, good group of guys. My family's all behind me. And, um, you know, we all put 110% effort into this and, you know, just like today, we came out to Arizona, um, you know, led wire to wire, flawless race for us. And that's what, that's what it comes down to having those good weekends is why, is why we come back and why it's so much fun. All sports activity has one thing in common. That's no fans in the stands, or very few, if any. You're buttoned up pretty good inside that truck. Do you know that there's nobody in the stands cheering? I would say just kind of walking around the pits, you notice, like, dang, you know, this place is this place is empty, and, you know, the vibe, 
the vibe is really weird. I mean, you just don't even feel like you're at the racetrack. So I feel like, um, you know, when you're racing, you don't even care if there's a fan, there's fans or not, you know, in my head, I'm there to win no matter, no matter if I'm racing go-karts at the local go-kart track or, or racing my best buddy, you know, I'm, I'm going at it every time I hit the racetrack. So I would say for that part, when we're racing, you know, fans, uh, it wouldn't really matter. But then again, when you get on the podium, you know, there's no one there. It's just your family, which that's, at the end of the day, that's all that matters. But it's weird when you go to Crandon, we had 50, 50 to 40,000 people there. And then you come here a week later and there's zero fans. You're wearing a mask. Um, and obviously the temperature is way different, but yeah, the vibe, the vibe is just very off. Running on the general tires, Jarrett Brooks, your pro two winner, Lucas Olofo Racing Series, Wild Horse Motorsports Park on Friday. Do you have to wear, well, yeah, you you need to wear a mask once you take off that helmet, correct? Yeah, it's pretty brutal. I mean, <laughs> in in the truck, you know, you we don't have a windshield, so at least we have air coming, in, coming at us at all times, but it's still cooking in there. We have our motor right next to us and kind of right by, by our seat department is kind of right where the headers wrap around. So you're cooking in there, and then right when you get out of that truck, you're thrown on a you're thrown on a face mask, which um, I, I feel like it's so hard to try to talk properly and and even breathe in the thing. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, at least at least we're racing on the West Coast, and if, if I got to wear a mask to come and race, I'll do it. But uh, you know, it's for sure different. I feel like that it's like that for everyone right now. You know, what's the hottest race you've run in, Jarrett Brooks? I would say this is this is pretty high up there, but I raced, um, I co-drove in the in the 500 uh, for the 50th, so that was about two years ago. You're talking about the Baja 500. Yes, the Baja 500. I would say going through San Felipe and trying to change a flat tire with with no gloves was probably the hottest when you have your helmet on and all that. Thanks for doing this, Jarrett. Thank you guys very much. Not, not much, much motorsports. Not much motorsports. Helio oh, or Helio. Not, not, not. Well, not only not that. Much, much, much. Thank you, I love you. And headlining the party. Loose bags. Loose. Not much motorsports. <laughs> You're freaks. Not much motorsports. Yeah, I got a good one here. Stat. Man, you got eight million lying around. That's eight million dollars. Oh yeah, yeah, just uh, just in the the other room there. Got it. Well, certainly I could change, Crasher. Stan, the T Rex, just went up for auction at Christie's in New York. He's one of the most intact dinosaur skeletons ever discovered there, Freak Nation. He's got battle scars that evidently punctured holes in his skull. 65 million year old T-Rex, one of the giant predators here in North America. There is even evidence that T-Rex would eat one another. At some point, Stan battled others of his own kind, but carried the encounters. Uh, The scars survived, of course. 37 feet long, uh, upwards of $8 million. Now, here's the interesting thing to me. They say only a half a dozen go up for auction each year. <laughs> what? But very few T-Rexes. What? Only a half a dozen dinosaur 
bone, complete bone sets go up. Skeletons. What do they have yeah. for? Uh, there are so Statman. There. Now, what do they have for Fred Flintstone? Is isn't he involved in it somewhere? Didn't he? Did, he's the one that probably put the holes in the dinosaur head. Yeah, he was the one that would slide down the back when the whistle would blow and go home and see his wife. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Fred Wilma, Wilma. What's her name? There are celebrity dino collectors. Oh Nicholas Cage. Why? That does not seem shocking. Leo DiCaprio. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Leo DiCaprio. The scientists, of course, don't like this. Yeah. They got to yeah. dust it. That's what they're Dinosaur doing. collectors. <laughs> yeah, so there's that, Crasher. Yeah, what do you do with a huge T Rex? Do you really display it at one of your houses? What would be cooler than to saying, hey, babe, let's roll in here to my airport hangar. Let me show you Stan, the T-Rex, who's 65 million years old. That or what Statman and I would do back in our 20s. Hey, babe, you want to come see my record collection? Or my etchings? Yeah, see, instead of etchings, you might my, my bones. <laughs> yeah, my bones. Well, according to Triple F, we can't bury the punchline here. There is assembly required, Freak Nation. Oh, yeah, there you go, baby. Uh, Crasher, you got one more before we get the hell out of here? Yeah, face masks are a thing these days. Do you have it like a, a favorite face mask, like a, a an expression on your face face mask or a Halloween face mask, which they're becoming really popular right now? True. Do you have one that you like to wear all the time? I like to wear the big fat smile and a big fat cigar. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Statman, you have a favorite face mask? Yeah, the closest one when I get out of the car. well there's a guy in england who no joke a lot of people thought it was just a turtleneck brought up over his nose but no he used a live snake as a face mask oh and he got on a bus and according to the people on the bus nobody batted an eye I mean, people just they literally thought it was just cloth that looked like a snake until it started moving. It's 2020. You can you see anything up and down the handrail. Yeah, 2020. You could see anything nowadays, you know. There is a picture of this guy. This, on this is bus. greatness. I know he has he, a snake is wrapped around his <laughs> face and his neck. It's insane. And oh, oh, just for you guys that are listening and, you know, think that this might be a good idea for you. Authorities have said that a snake is not a proper face covering during the COVID-19 pandemic. So just FYI. See, now that's another one of those T-Rex moments where, again, you could have that stale, benign, blue mask or... A live ass snake. Stat? Yeah, you don't want to threaten the snake, though. You know, I mean, a, a snake deserves to be safe in the COVID era. <laughs> Need to get the a snake. Portable a portable toilet mask. in Albuquerque fell victim to another kind of. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I want to talk portalettes, and Statman still wants to talk to snakes. He does, yes. There's a virtual video show this porta potty speedily rolling down a busy intersection of 
the mother road as curious tourists and motorists looked on. Several gusts uh, uh, appeared to have dislodged the mobile toilet, forced it down a journey through a road that once connected Chicago to Los Angeles. What the hell are we talking about here? Route 66. Come on. Route 66. Attaboy. (laughs) Runaway crapper. An $8 million T-Rex or a snake mask? Take your pick. Several motorists and passengers caught footage of the traveling crapper. Some social media users posted videos of the traveling portabali potty and, of course, used the, the song Dust in the Wind. Greatness. Oh, no injuries, Freak Nation. Or no we want the funk, one or the other. <laughs> yeah, baby. Uh, we'll do it again next week, Freak Nation. Statman, let's shoot the juice to the moose. And cut it loose. Yep. Sports Radio, redefined.